Con Survival Guide. Each week, we give you the tips and hacks you need to get the most out of your con. Save money at cons to spend more at cons. Now here's your hosts, Gary and Taylor. And welcome to Dragon Con Survival Guide Classic, episode 21, aka the one where we can drink now! It's Gary here for the intro this week. We have a different sort of COVID time capsule, one where we now know there is no con, and we get to deep dive into the new trend, at the time, of virtual cons. Taylor and I have both been on record as saying Dragon Con did the best one in 2020, by the way. So, this episode, we took the time to talk more about how to enjoy and prep for a virtual Dragon Con, thanks to a good idea that sparked this convo for friend of the show Sterling, which was to make the viewing of a virtual con like a Super Bowl party for nerds, which is just what I ended up doing, actually. But more about that another time. So go enjoy this week's Dragon Con Survival Guide Classic. Welcome to Dragon Con Survival Guide, episode 21. We can drink now! I'm Gary, and I'm totally not drunk! I'm Taylor, and that's still up for debate. <laughs> well, my jalapeno and hot sauce eaten brother. We don't have any news after last week's uh, big drop from Dragon Con. But we've been talking a lot about virtual cons. And our bro Sterling a couple weeks ago gave me a good idea. We'll get more into that soon. So I think the big chunk of our episode this week should be a discussion about how to best enjoy a virtual con. Bumper! <laughs> Let's get into that. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Sterling's idea for virtual cons? Yes. Was it with um, like VR chat? Yes. Yes. His other idea, which kind of plays into that or could be used simultaneously, in his words, we should throw a Super Bowl party like the Muggles do, but for nerdy shit, and just have, like, a Dragon Con or whatever virtual Comic Con party, where on the weekend of that con, you get a handful of your bros together, and of course socially distanced and stuff like that, but just get a ton of beer and drinks and good food and hang out and watch the streaming stuff live and then you can play board games together and video games together and you could skype people in your friends and stuff like that and that's got me thinking a lot now that it's official i've been thinking about it for a while anyway because it already kind of was assumed by us anyway that dragon con be virtual but since it is i've been thinking more and more about doing like a dragon con party i thought it might be a cool thing for us to kind of brainstorm for our listeners and other Dragon Con goers that can't go this year, different ideas for what to do for some sort of like virtual convention get together. Now that I've kind of laid the stage and we already have Sterling's original idea, what would you do if you were going to try to host or be a part of a virtual Dragon Con? So, definitely what I would try and do is in VR chat because it's just awesome. And terrible and awesome and terrible. Uh, it would be a really easy way for all of us to, who live several thousand miles away and across the Pacific Ocean to get together. Uh, luckily, my brother and my sister-in-law have um, an Oculus Rift, which is like the awesome, like super realistic virtual reality headset console. I also can rig my phone to my head with some cardboard. <laughs> and things like that. I think it'd be absolutely amazing to maybe explore like doing VR chat and so we can all be in a room and talk about stuff or listen to things or watch it in any sort of way. There's all sorts of fun like worlds in VR chat like ski chalets and 
you know, offices and things like that. So we could kind of try and host ourselves a virtual party. I mean, we have two months to plan it, so we could figure that out. Although not all of us have $300 to buy a uh, <laughs> virtual reality headset on a whim, so we could try kind of with phones, because Chat's a lot more accessible now to um, less demanding hardware. So that's why there's so many people who use it now. So I'd definitely be interested in something fun like that. If I have one of those, like, cheap knockoff, VR headsets that you can snap a phone into. Would that work for VR chat? Yes, actually it would because the graphics on it are pretty much akin to Nintendo 64. So we'd be good. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I have the newest iPhone and, you know, whatever basic ass VR helmet. So we might be able to make that work. I didn't even think of that because we had talked about it. But um, I remember you saying that, like, if you didn't have an Oculus Rift, you can do it just without VR and 3D on a computer, but it's not the same. And I, I, was, I wasn't I was sure how to best pursue that, but that'd be really cool. My idea, because I had already bought a plane ticket for Dragon Con that I'm going to get refunded, and I've been making some extra money and making smart choices on my savings and stuff like that. I'm going to get an Airbnb somewhere here in Florida, probably around the Orlando kind of area. Going to invite whoever wants to come of my buddies that are nerdy people and literally just have a Super Bowl kind of party where we're going to have food. We'll have games. We'll have other sort of stuff. We can Skype in people. We could. I'm actually kind of planning on like having a computer set on the side with just Skype for whoever wants to jump in and the face will be right there. I don't know if I just I'll just say it. Um, I work for a supermarket. Yeah, I yeah. found randomly a scrap. <laughs> I found a scrap of cardboard on the ground that was from the inside of a Cheerwine soda box. Yes. That gave you a discount on two 12 packs of Cheerwine. So I'm going to get a bunch of Cheerwine because that's an Atlanta institution. It's always in the con suite. I'm going to set up one room of wherever I'm at as a con suite room. That's just going to have all the snacks and all the food. And you just go in there whenever you want and get like a cup of popcorn or like. And then at late night, we'll do fucking cocktails and we'll have a pool and stuff. So I'm kind of thinking of like trying to bring a little bit of all of the DragonCon experience into one place. The problem I'm finding is with Airbnb, a lot of them, especially in Orlando area, they have villas and townhouses and all sorts of stuff. You can get a whole house. But they say that you can't have parties or events and basically kind of respect the hotel or whatever resort's quiet hours, which would be like after 11 o'clock. Dragon Con doesn't respect any type of quiet time. Hours. I have a Dragon Con. Oh, please. So at Bonnaroo, uh, which is a giant music festival that I think was also canceled this year in Tennessee, they do something called a quiet disco, I believe it's called. And basically, there's a DJ, like usually a very famous one, like spinning beats. And it's pretty late at night. And so that like you don't play music that wakes up all the people sleeping in their tents. When you walk in, they give you a pair of headphones that's like tuned mm. into his frequency or Bluetooth to him or something crazy like that. And basically, like there's people like raving and dancing and stuff with no audible music to like the lay person that enters. And they're all wearing headphones and listening to the same music. So you just need to hire a reputable DJ and spend several <laughs> thousand dollars on equipment. And you can all come listen to the uh, music on your own individual headphones and dance like no one's watching. Or I could just get a bunch of really cheap Bluetooth headphones and put anything on the TV that <laughs> would be rave approved. Maybe even play Voltaire uh, late at night. Or get someone with a theremin. 
Yeah, there you go. And I love the idea of just, like, getting people together and kind of celebrating Dragon Con without having Dragon Con. Especially if you get to come, bro, or we get to do this, even if you're Skyping in or whatever, watching Popstar together, just because we watched that at Dragon Con. Never stop, you know, never and like, Yeah, boy! Um, <laughs> and I'll even ask everybody that gets to come, like, what reminds you of Dragon Con? What's your best part of the Dragon Con experience? And kind of, like, combine that together and make, like, one big fun week just, like, with buddies. It's definitely Gary and, fist pumping and then having to stop fist pumping when the music stops. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> what if the music never stops because it's on headphones? Then you just and I'm just fist, fist bumping. bumping until I pass out. I'm just I'm just on the ground like like uh like spastically fist pumping, having a seizure, just like fist bumping. That got kind of dark. Yeah, you went there. Um, yeah. I found a place, by the way, this might be the Airbnb we use in Orlando. It's got like six to eight beds, but it's actually got like a little um, arcade booth inside the place. And it's got its own pool and like a private gated area and a kitchen full of like like a Disney waffle maker and like a Disney fucking uh, toaster that makes little uh, Mickeys on the toast. If they're going to do virtual cons, and that's all we have, why not get whatever friends together that you feel comfortable being around that have been, like, also being safe and protecting themselves? If you go out at all together, wear masks, you know, be smart about things. But aside from that, why not get people together and have some fun and enjoy the spirit of Dragon Con and have my one little patch of carpet there at <laughs> the fucking hotel or wherever we end up meeting up? Yeah, I mean, if you want to get weird, Gary, you guys can wear some, uh... Power Ranger costumes and have a porgy. That's true, but I'd have to get a Megazord for that, and I don't have billions of dollars to drop on a huge mechanized human. Wow, you're really dropping the ball, man. Yeah, I don't even have a Ranger helmet yet, and I'm skinny now. I could wear a Ranger costume and reasonably look like a Power Ranger, but I don't have a helmet. <laughs> Fatty parkour, but now you're skinny. <laughs> I have a Morpher, but I keep trying to like hold it out and say it's Morphin time, and it doesn't change me into a Power Ranger, and I'm really kind of bummed about it. <laughs> I thought it just wouldn't work for me because I was fat, and now I'm skinny, and it still won't morph me. But then there was a little fucking 12-year-old Power Ranger that morphed into a big human, but a regular-sized guy can't morph. I'm really kind of sad. Yeah, they really destroyed our dreams with that one. Changing topics a little bit before we close up here, we always like to do our little nerdy wrap-up. You had another good idea that you wanted to talk about. What do you want to share with us, man? Last week, you talked about having found some sort of Sega console and making hundreds of dollars off of it. Well, all of my virtual reality playing of my brother's system has made me remember the Virtual Boy. It was Nintendo's first virtual reality console. It was god-awful and only in red and black. (laughs) And one of my friends got it when I was a little kid, and I loved it because it also has Mario Tennis, my favorite game series ever. And I've been looking online at them, and they are quite expensive. But one day, when I'm rich, I'm going to own a Virtual Boy and play Mario Tennis. Was that the Nintendo system that had the, like, glove, the power glove thing? No, that was 
That was actually way ahead of its time. That was on the original Nintendo, by the way. Oh, wow. Believe it or not, Nintendo used to love adding gimmicks to their consoles. They had a robot at one time called Rob that just tanked and almost drove them out of business. Hmm. There was a video game crash like in the mid-80s, I think, that um, hurt everyone a lot. But Nintendo loves adding like fun ways to play video games differently, like case in point, the Wii Remote or the Joy-Cons or anything like that. Remember when after the Wii Remote that uh, Xbox and Sony both came out with their own versions? <laughs> Xbox was like, we're going to have Kinect! And then Sony was like, we're going to have Dildos. a slightly less original thing that also looks almost exactly like a fucking Wii Remote that had like a little virtual reality ball on it. <laughs> they all did their own version of it. On it. <laughs> <laughs> but neither, I think Kinect did okay. Oh, the Kinect's Sony version of the awesome. Mo- I've played like bowling yeah. on Kinect before and it like, really sees you in the entire room. And- Unless you're African American, do you remember that? Oh god, I forgot it was racist. We don't support Kinect yeah. anymore on Dragon Con, guys. The Kinect is a cool thing. I never actually got to play with it, though, so it's cool to hear that that actually was pretty cool. I did have the Sony... Were they Move? I forget what they called them. Those little... You know what I'm talking about? No. The Sony version of the Wiimote? Oh, they were the like PlayStation these, like, Move, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had that, and I had it for, like, two games that I barely ever used it with, because, like, it was... It was pretty cool. You also had um, DJ Hero, which was the DJ version of Guitar Hero, which was awesome. I did, and I loved it. I loved every second of I that game. I had all those Guitar Heroes. Oh, man. I miss those games, man. And even I bought... Actually, I was looking through the other day um, my whole PS4 game collection, and I got Guitar Hero and Rock Band that came out for PS4 that never got a sequel because they bombed so hard because like, people, I guess, were just tired of that yeah, format. Yeah, they completely died. Yeah, completely. It was kind of sad, because I really liked it, but I get it. I had one more kind of nerdy, convention-related topic for us to talk about a little bit. I'm trying to brainstorm an idea for a cosplay for me involving a Power Ranger helmet that isn't just me wearing a Power Ranger costume. I want to do, like... The best idea I had so far was to get an original Green Ranger helmet with my silent bob coat and be some sort of, like, weed ranger, because, like, silent bob and green and, you know, whatever. But that's kind of weak, and I feel like people have done a version of, like, uh, a PlayStation handle version of a ranger. <laughs> um, Taylor and I have this inside joke that every time we play a PlayStation game, there's at least one person in every room that has, like, a 420 or weed-related <laughs> handle. And yet, on never hand. anything about cocaine. No, that's true. Right, I wonder if maybe 420. The, I wonder if maybe the coke users play Xbox. Maybe that's what our problem is. I think that's like when we... Yeah, maybe we're on Xbox. Everybody's all, like, high-strung and having, like, coked-out names and, like... Uh, Wolf of Wall Street 2020 cokehead addict. <laughs> I love the Xanax. <laughs> I'm in love with the cocoa. No. Remember, remember that? No. Remember that? Remember that one month where that song was like the biggest thing in the world? Yeah, I also remember that one song called Birthday Sex, but those were a dark time in our <laughs> lives, Gary. Remember that Friday song? Oh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. <laughs> Again, one of those songs that was the biggest thing in the world for like a month, and then nobody ever talks about it afterwards. Because we're all ashamed of ourselves. 
going back to the Power Ranger cosplay helmet thing, I had one original idea, which was get like any one of the Ranger helmets and a Hawaiian shirt in that color and just be like a Ranger on vacation. Just like the helmet, but like a Hawaiian shirt and like a bathing suit and like flip flops and just walk around like that. Um, and that was kind of funny, but also pretty basic. And I had a really good idea the other day with a white Ranger helmet, and I can't remember what it was. But going off that kind of basic idea, just kind of spitballing off the top of your head, with like different Ranger colors and like all sorts of stuff, do you have any idea for like a different Ranger helmet kind of cosplay that's like a low-budget kind of uh, casual cosplay? Yes, I do, and I'm going to send it to you right now in Skype, and you are going to be impressed, sir. I'm ready to be impressed and or horrified. <laughs> All you need is a helmet. So Taylor sent me a picture of a buff, tatted up dude, shirtless, with a pink ranger helmet on and a gun in his hand. <laughs> and gun. Yeah, like a, a fucking full on clock or something. I don't know what that cosplay is supposed to be, but I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> You know what? Remember that one year where you walked around shirtless with the uh, shoulder holsters? Yeah, we're not talking about that ever again. I should do that, but with the Power Ranger... Uh, shit, I forget what their guns were called. Those side-holstered guns all the original Power Rangers had. Oh, yeah. And have them in my, my shoulder holsters and just, like, a helmet. Whichever helmet I feel like I like the most. But just, like, <laughs> shirtless, just, like, ready to rock. Or maybe a wife beater. Even better, a wife beater. Which is like a white beater and like shoulder holsters, but those those guns are probably pretty expensive because like those toys are kind of expensive. I don't know. I need some more brainstorming. I had a really great idea the other day with the White Ranger helmet, and I can't remember what it was. Yes, I found it. <laughs> I found it. What is it? This is even better than that last one that I sent you. Fuck is that? It's Pokemon that, Power. Is that Pokemon Rangers? It's Pokemon Rangers. Oh my god, that's so great! Poke Rangers instead of Power Rangers. You're welcome, Gary. So I gotta be Magikarp, right? No. <laughs> I guess I could pick whatever Pokemon I want, but the Magikarp one is the funniest one to me. Just like a Magikarp head with a visor. Magikarp's useless, though, Gary. Don't sell yourself short. That's true. I'll be a Gyarados. I'll be a red Gyarados. Fuck yeah. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> Bumper! <laughs> it's only funny when I say it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was going to try to defend myself, and I'm like, damn, you're right. It's funnier when you say it. I tried. Taylor, anything else before we wrap up this episode, brother? Nope. So, Taylor, in the 70s, there was a big epidemic of a certain drug in Hollywood that just, like, took over everything, and all the creators were using it to, like, connect with themselves and make good art what would you call that drug crack a cane try again dope that's it thank you for listening to this week's episode of dragon con survival guide find us on facebook facebook.com slash dragon con survival guide on the twitter at crunked up review or on instagram at dragoncon underscore survival underscore guide shoot us an email anytime at dragoncon survival guide at gmail.com or just scream to the dragon con gods in the middle of downtown atlanta at 2 a.m Intro music and bumpers are provided by royalty-free music websites. Outro is Beautiful End by Jacob Spangler, friend of the podcast. Until next time.
This has been a Top Wop Studios production.